Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. And I am Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve into our series, The Hills Have Size. Today we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 7, They Meet Again. And they did indeed. Now, do we have any house cleaning to go over? I don't, actually. I'm surprised I don't. Um, I don't either, but I do have a little um, self-serving note for anyone out there who is a fan of the podcast. Um, I filmed a small part in a television show called Copycat Killers on the Reels channel. My episode is called Freddy vs. Jason, and I play an interior decorator who finds some dead bodies. And it is hilarious, and I am ridiculous. So if you would like to laugh at me, um, it's on this week. I believe it's airing two more times, and then it will be on On Demand. Perfect. And actually, I did want to say a quick thank you just to all of you. Are We're getting more boots on the ground, and I'm very excited about it. Um, even my good friend's husband sent me a text message to make sure that I saw Kim Kardashian was cut from an episode of The Hills, <laughs> like I hadn't already seen it, but I really appreciated the effort, and I love it when all of you do that, so... There you go. A little bit of house cleaning. Okay, and then our other big news is that we have a celebrity guest today. Indeed. Um, Diana Metzger is here. She is a friend of ours and a friend of the podcast, and she's an incredibly talented writer and lover of all things television and reality TV. Wow. So welcome, Diana. Thank you, and I'm, I'm honored and flattered and excited to be here. And we're excited to have you. Woo-hoo. Yes, we are. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. So should we get right in? Yep. Um, so we dive in with the recap and we hear that Heidi is, quote, climbing the corporate ladder, which I found amusing. And we get some very good Audrina butt crack again. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was and, the final shot. I yeah, yeah. And a little bit longer this time than even yeah. last time, <laughs> I believe. Into the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Lauren says, you know, she was dating and it wasn't going well. It's like this big boo-hoo. And then it ends with like something about those bad boys. You just like can't help but go back. So there you go. Yeah. And back she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we dive in and my biggest note about the scene is that Audrina is wearing either a short sleeve or a sleeveless hooded sweatshirt. Oh, I was all over it because I want yeah. one for myself. Yeah. Um, it is a short sleeve, yeah. very thin thin yeah. hoodie that says Supergirl on it in multicolored bubble letters. Yeah, and she has the hood up indoors. Yeah, it's a maze, and yeah. I want one. Very California surfer girl of that like, totally. era, or wannabe surfer girl. Totally. Yeah. And probably costs like she $200. Bought, yeah, for... but it looks like it's from Roxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so Lauren kind of asks her about this apparent romantic weekend she had with Justin Bobby, which is a crock and I wonder who she really went away with for the weekend but whatever yeah and she said it was really good they fooled around and Lauren's like ooh fooled around um, hubba hubba and Lauren's like so you know what what's up now like what's what's going on she goes I don't know instead of break it or make it I guess make it okay yeah and Lauren just bugs her eyes out completely <laughs> and they cut to scene <laughs> well they also you're forgetting that Audrina asked Lauren what she did what did oh. you do this weekend? And Lauren said, nothing really. And I feel like she should have said, um, tried on multiple headbands and curled my hair. Yeah. Because I feel like that's really what she did. But yeah. was she kind of implying that she and Jason had sex? She was. Like, it was really weird because they. she says, like, she, she's like, oh, you, you got together with Jason? And she's like, mm-hmm. like, she makes really crazy faces. She did. She made a crazy <laughs> face. And I think I put down, it looks like... He, like, farted in front of her, not, like, yeah, hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me if Lauren's a little, like, hard up. Like, if she needs... Um, yeah. No, I she, mean... She's already said dating's not going well for her. But here's the thing about Jason, and 
we'll delve into this, I guess, more actually next episode. But you're not supposed to date for a year after you get out of rehab. And yeah. so even if it is someone that you... Like, if you're with someone, it's fine. But they, he shouldn't be going back to his ex-girlfriend and banging her anyway. So I'm surprised that his, like, sponsor and or sober coach would be on board with this. Yeah. Well, didn't he also... Uh, well, I guess we'll talk about this later. But he kind of scoffed at the idea of being in a sober home. So... Maybe he's not so checking into the world of us. And actually, that is true, because I feel like this time didn't stick. No. That comes up later. Yeah, yeah, this time didn't stick, so. Yeah. Any more notes about the girls at home? No. Mm-mm. All right. So then we moved on to Heidi and Spencer's apartment to continue the sad, pathetic couple hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So Heidi opens the scene by saying, look who put the toilet seat down, which... No one wants to hear that. No one wants to watch that. And I feel like they probably have two bathrooms. Anyway. I, I, why wasn't it cut? Why was that now that's on the big room floor? That's all I can think about now. Yeah. Well, because I think they're boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. That's what I'm saying. They are the sad, pathetic couple hour. And then Spencer's like, ooh, do I get a prize? And Heidi's like, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Like, they're flirting over the fact that he finally put the toilet seat down. And then he says, how about breakfast before work? Which we know Frank hates. Well, and Diana, actually, please speak to this. She just got back from L.A. Well, and also I should preface this with, I used to live in L.A. during this Hills taping era. So it was very like West Side Story, East Side, West Side, because they go hang out at West Side places. And I was very East oriented. And I remember there's a couple episodes where they come East. I'm like, that was a producer plant. They're not driving (laughs) that far to this coffee shop. But... I was just also in L.A. because we're about to move back to L.A. And I texted uh, Mare and Frank to tell them I did breakfast twice. And what I've come to learn with breakfast is it's really more for the unemployed. Oh, okay. That that I'm learning, you know, that's like their way they get to see their friends. But also it's so they cannot feel like a waste of space because they have something to do first thing in the morning. All right, fair enough. And I love breakfast food. So well, me too. No, I, me too. I, yeah, I just don't like like getting up before work. But I breakfast. yeah, I think I think my my breakfasting was because I had three days to see people and that was how I was going to fit in my friends who work. But I think for Spencer, okay. for Spencer, it's, he has nothing to do all day. So perhaps yeah, which this is, is very obvious in the rest yeah. of the scene because all he's doing is schmooping at Heidi, just like multiple kisses on her neck, telling her she's cute. He's like, I'll miss you. Man. Like, so I, I guess LA is just the land of breakfast. Yeah. So Max Sartoff, if you're listening, yeah. get your ass to LA is where you should be living. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you love Maryland, but it seems like LA would be the place for you. Yeah. Breakfast food is good there too. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. If you eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Heidi takes off for work and she again looks like she's off to order the businesswoman special. Well, and but we, she is for sure, but yeah. there was a little foreshadowing because Spencer goes, how's your friend Eleni? Yeah. And he, she goes, oh, His she's... evil mustache twirling and yeah, like a cat her, 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 her. voice. Yes. And she says, she's fine. It's a business. It's nothing personal. Yeah. Yeah. Lies bum, bum, and allegations. <laughs> um, so then we cut to a meeting at Teen Vogue and we finally get a little Whitney this episode. Thank and you. some more Lisa Love. Yeah. Who looks like haggard shit on a stick. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to be misogynistic and terrible and businesswomen shouldn't have to look amazing, but she works at fucking Vogue and she looks like a car ran over her. Yeah. Like, she's not... No, no, no. They called her in for the weekend for yeah. the shoot. Yeah. <laughs> the other two ladies in the conference didn't, in the meeting, didn't look great either. 
But I mean, Calderon for the weekend for what? The TB ward? Like, she does not look good. Yeah. Well, I, and I hate to say this because it feels very anti feminist, but the other two women who were apparently the PR women, I was like, not, re- not ready for yeah. Vogue. Uh-huh. Not, not Vogue ready. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I base this all on Devil Wears Prada, my knowledge yeah, of Vogue. Yeah. But I'm like, that is not Vogue. It's not. It's <laughs> Take not. off your t shirt. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about this year's Young Hollywood Party, our favorite. Yeah, let's bring it back. And Lisa wants a lot more people this year, and they wanted to incorporate a designer. So Mark Jacobs will be doing a runway show for Mark by Mark Jacobs. Mm -hmm. And instead of 800 people, they want 1,500 people. Yeah. Which is almost double. Yeah, that's quite a big jump. And it would be great if Whitney could come up with two location possibilities for Amy Astley. Yes. Yep. That's about it. When is this party happening? Like in time, do you think? Historically, when I've gone back and looked it up, it's like September. It's almost like September. Because Mark Jacobs does this weird, I remember the episode that's coming up. It's like this kind of back to school vibe. It's lots of like plaid mini skirts and like super Mark Jacobs y. And I think it's September. Because it seems so bizarre that, well, one, they're asking like a lower level employee to find locations for this massive event. But also, it seems like this is like, next week's this event, so find a location. Well, like, so... <laughs> I don't think that's how the event's scouting Well, works, and my but... prediction is, too, like, later in the episode, Whitney's overwhelmed at finding a space for 1,500 people. This is Los Angeles. There are events for that many people every hour. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing she was given a list, and they just made her go visit all of them. That's what I... Yeah. Like, she was there to take notes at, like, 15 locations, and that's about it. Yeah, because Whitney is no longer an intern. She's right. like a she She's works a staff there. member. Yeah. Um. Cause, yeah. Because I, I bet you're right. I'm sure it was like here's a list of places. Narrow it down to four, and then we'll pick from those four. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um. Then we go back to a bolt house. Yeah, and Heidi all of a sudden is Saul's blazer. Yeah. And is wearing a very breasty tank top uh-huh. with this like really long pencil skirt. She actually looks really good, but I don't know where her oversized clunky ass blazer went. Hopefully uh, she... in the dumpster in the alley behind <laughs> Bold House, but... And um, I'm going to right now call my MVP for the episode, Elodie. Yeah. She's, because she is giving me life. Sad and that. her hair is dark again. Yeah. Weirdly. Um, and she is just, like, eye-rolling and side-eyeing. But we need to explain why. So there is an intern yep. for Bold House named Lacey. Mm-hmm. And she tells Heidi that she has some messages. Someone from, like, a catering company... And someone named... Jake? Was Jake it Jake? Said you would know who he is. Hopefully it was Jake Ryan from Pretty in Pink. Yes, hopefully. And so then Heidi gives her like this little like piece of advice or hot tip and says, Great, so just so you know, the calls that will always get through to me are Spencer, Brent, and Jen. <laughs> First of all, you're not allowed to ignore calls from your boss. So you don't need to list Brent, okay? You're always available to your boss when you're sitting in your office. That's why they call it work. Jen Bunny, you, like, <laughs> you abandoned her at breakfast like three episodes ago. What, you're taking her calls now to pretend you have friends? Yeah, I think that's what's going on. I thought she was going to say her mom. Because Jen kind of pieced out on her too at that end of that lunch. Was yes. Like, oh, I wish mm-hmm. I had. She that was, like, was I the wish breakfast. I was, it was, was a breakfast. Yes. She was like, I wish I had Lauren back when Heidi's like, we should hang out more. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. So I, I appreciated her VIP list of three there. That was great. So then Elodie walks by and gives it a nice head shake, eye roll, 
you've got to be kidding me look. Yeah. It's genius, and she carries it throughout the entire episode. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I also love in this scene, she's rocking a hoodie. Like, she's like, oh, I yeah, need yeah. get the job, not going to care. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ponytail, hoodie, this is what I'm wearing to work. Yeah. So, um, so then we join Whitney and Lauren on a tour of a mansion. No, they were at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. Oh, it was a hotel. And I want it. Oh, yeah. I want it for myself, and I yeah. want it now. Well, it was a really cool space, but I also have no idea why they were touring it because I don't know where you would put a runway show in there. Well, I, apparently it was multiple levels because they, they were like, we can show it on screen. I mean, they didn't pick it, but right. they said, you know, I we think can they show were, it like, up here. Upstairs. Yeah, yeah, but P.S. It looked like a manch. I don't know what yeah. room with the will shirt it, but I want it. Yeah. But I want it now. What I think is that they host some award ceremony at the Beverly Wilshire. So oh, I think do. there's an, a yeah. big event hall. There must which be. Which maybe that's where they'd have it. And these would be like VIP party rooms, rooms yeah. where you could watch. But I was very into it. No, it was gorgeous. Yeah. But I was they were like talking about a runway show while like walking around couches. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. But what do I know? Um, Whitney is dressed down. She looks adorable. Okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I wrote, Whitney is wearing a deflated smiley face balloon top. <laughs> she kind of is. With a giant bow on No, the there side. literally was like black stuff. It looked like a smiley face that really? had, yes, it had, it had like oh. two black things here and a black thing on the bottom, like, like nipple side. And it was silky and drapey. It looked like it was a blow up smiley face Halloween balloon costume that had deflated on her. It's a bubble hem gone. It's very big. I will give you that. And she is wearing flared jeans, which I'm not a fan of normally, but she's so tall. It, 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 like when they showed her from the side, I was like, Hey, seventies. And I wasn't mad about it, which is weird because that's usually your fortune. I, I loved <laughs> the pants. Yeah. And the, what I if the top didn't have the smiley face things on it, like I seriously think it was a smiley face. You guys didn't notice, but like there was this black stuff that made it look like a smiley face. I'll give you the top, but I also just think like her hair and makeup game right now is She's very angelic. like willowy yeah. model. Yes. But yeah, they showed those shots and she looks so like long and tall yeah. and See, it's just my own envy coming out. That's what it is. It's maybe not that she looked that great. <laughs> I got her some black flared uh, satin jeans. <laughs> If you want. Is they that what your MCS have? Were they black and satin? I thought they were just denim. I think they were velvet. Black velvet. No. No. She they was were not, something. I'm pretty sure they're she black. was just wearing like tall dark flares okay. and denim. In my mind, there were... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You took it real You're seven adding days. on the hideousness. Yeah. I t- well, side note, I did have a pair of black velvet jeans. But. Okay. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're both implanting ourselves into yes. Whitney's wardrobe too much. <laughs> anyway, she looks pretty up top though, as she always does. So Lauren says, again, guess who I had coffee with? And Whitney's like, oh my God, who? And she's like, Jason. She says, wow, that's a big step. And Lauren's like, yeah, it was good. You know, like, it was good to see him. And Whitney's like, what kind of good? And again, Lauren kind of makes this, like, little coy face, like, implying romance. And she's like, well, he's a different person now. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 He's more pleasant now i suppose as we'll see but different person i don't i wouldn't go that far from what i've seen but whatever um then we're back in the closet yeah and we're back in the closet and this is where i got a little confused because they making it seem like it's the same day they're 100 percent wearing different outfits this would be the third outfit of the day for lauren yeah 
Because she was wearing one thing at the house, one thing when they're scouting locations, and a totally different thing when they're back in the closet. They come in and go, oh, well, that's where location's not going to work. We need like, to go beyond hotels. Like, MTV, give me a fucking break. Yeah, Like, I know. it work a little bit harder yeah. to pretend that there's some continuity here. Well, and this episode's really out of order over simple things that don't need to be out of order. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to say something inflammatory. Lauren has a bit of a smoker's voice in this Oh, episode. totally. Oh, yeah. She always does. Do you does. think she's reaching it? Like, is she in that club? level like oh yeah she was oh, partying yeah. smoke it keep my off. weight off kind of thing happening oh no i think she was just partying her face off all yeah. the time like out every night drinking smoking like we've that's been the confirmed. time she hooked up with the british guy and we see her hung over the next morning she goes oh can't start so early <laughs> yeah. like she sounds yeah. terrible yeah yeah um so then instead of talking about her coffee with jason for the millionth time she talks about audrina's weekend with justin bobby mm-hmm. and you know, they say, like, they have this cute little exchange about, like, stay at your friends love lives. Yep. Never a good idea. Don't do it. And we both know that Lauren can't stay out of it, so. No. <laughs> but Jason calls, and he's going to come pick up Lauren, and they are going to have dinner at Ketchup. And uh, Whitney, I don't even think realizes she's being funny, but she goes, oh, you're going to catch up. Catching up on old times. Or recent times. Yeah. <laughs> she says catch, catching up, up on old times or catching up on recent times. Yeah. like, how many times we... I was so proud. I was like, queen pun. But I, yeah. she I don't think she realizes wink. it was a pun. No, no, I don't either. She also says how romantic. Of course. Yeah. We gotta over-enunciate <laughs> Romantical. Yeah. Um, so then we get another amazing LED drive-by when we are back at Bolt House. And Heidi <laughs> storms in. And this time she's wearing, like, white jeans that are... I think they're true religion because they have, like, big flap pockets on the back. Oh, it was 2006. Of course they were true yeah. religion. Please. Yeah. Or 2007. But yeah, they yeah. were for sure. Um, I kind of... Sidebar, you guys. I'm kind of sad true religion jeans aren't in fashion anymore because I super like them. Yeah. You uh, like a good a butt embellishment? I love oh, a good totally. butt embellishment. Oh. <laughs> of course he does. I had like five pairs of true religion. I loved them. <laughs> of course you did. They're probably still in your closet. Yeah, I know. You, you, I've been very impressed with how you trotted The out. memorabilia. I've, I've done some purging lately, so okay. maybe not as much. But yeah, I, well, there probably is a pair of true religion jeans in there somewhere, but yeah. With some white stitching. Bring yeah. them back. <laughs> if anyone can bring them back. Yeah. So Heidi struts up in her white jeans at the office and she says that she got a new phone and she hands both the new phone and her existing phone to Lacey, the intern. It says like, if you could just transfer all the contacts, the Bolt House contacts and all my contacts. Contacts, it's like, yeah, all your contacts would cover those that are work related. All eight of them. Yeah. It shouldn't take long. Your Bolt House contacts, meaning Brent? Okay. <laughs> um, and so then, as poor Lacey is typing contacts in one at a time, Heidi's phone rings and she says, Hello, Heidi's phone. Poor thing. And of course, it's Spencer because those are the only phone calls that Heidi gets. Her mom must have actually been at work, and we know Jen Bunny doesn't call. And Spencer wants to know if she wants to celebrate her big promotion at Ketchup. Who saw that coming? Bum, bum, bum. I'm shocked. I am Ke- shocked. Ketchup is like the coals of this episode. Yeah. It's like, how many times can they say it? They're like, it's the hot new place. Yeah. We don't see any food at Ketchup when we see it. No. It's, this is a good ad things. for Ketchup. And one of my favorite things to do at the time when The Hills was really on was to look up the menus of the restaurants they went to because I wanted to see like what caliber they were. Turns out ketchup 
Like, their menu was literally just things that you can put ketchup on. Yeah, it was like burgers and fries and stuff. Yeah, it was was, not, like... (laughs) It was well located, though. It was kind of on Santa Monica Avenue by, like, the Sunset Strip. Of course, it's part of the Dolce Group. Yeah. It was by all the bars, so it was just a well located, like, fast food It looks like a nightclub on the inside, and it's like, I'll have a hot dog, please. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we'll get there. Um, so then we are at ketchup immediately. Oh, well, wait, because oh. first I have to say two things. Oh, the I wrote in by. all caps that um, <laughs> Elodie is giving me life because yes. she literally just walks yes. by and is like, Mwah. this time it's like a drive-by shooting. Yeah, I it is I'm amazing. Sorry. And then my other note was that um, I don't know if Lauren and Heidi's joint hairdresser fired Heidi, but her hair is too yellow and she's got fucking hot roots. Oh. Her hair did look really fraught. I was about to say, in this episode, she's keeping the makeup very simple. If and she any, looks better for it. She looks better in the yeah. face. I was I was noticing, I was like, oh, she looks, her plastic surgery's definitely gone down a bit, which is nice. But yeah, her hair yeah. looked fried. Like the roots were, like, it, she has hot roots, which means that they put the color on and they didn't leave it on long enough so it didn't get light enough. So it's like a little, like, yellowy and oranger than the rest. And then the whole thing, like, was too yellow. It was not good. Yeah. I'll take your word on that one. Um, but yes, and then, then we go to ketchup. Okay, now we're at ketchup. And ketchup looks like it's upstairs. Like you walk into a little lobby and you take an elevator up to like a second floor. Which, honey, 10 years ago, like that was hot. I like know. if you had to get take an elevator. No, no, no. Because I used to work at Steve's Bar Room, which you did. You had to go in, you got carted at the door, you saw if you were on the list, then you took the elevator upstairs, and then the elevator opened up into the club. Oh no, I took that as their very VIP. Beyond. Well, it was yeah. a good view. If yeah. I remember like, where it was located, it was a super good view of the city, too. So it's very all about the balcony. Yeah. I love an elevator club. Yeah. Love so it. So Lauren is wearing heels with super skinny long jeans and a giant swing top. Like, it's giving uh, Whitney's bubble top from the earlier scene a run for its money. It doesn't actually bubble hem underneath. It just, like, flows out. But it almost looks like a cape that was cut short. It's, like, very, very large. She looks cute, though, obviously. Um, so then they sit down at Ketchup and Jason's just commenting about how cool the place is, obviously. Like, Ketchup's a sponsor on the down low. It's like, this place is sick. And then he's, like, doing this Night at the Roxbury style, like, head nod dance move. And Lauren's like, that's cool. You should do that when you meet people. Um, and I kind of, like, have a moment with sober Jason where I think he's, like, sweet and endearing. And then he, like, checks a girl out behind, like, really obviously. And Lauren calls him out on it, and he's like, ah, you know me too well. It's like, oh, well, okay. She does. Yeah. Now, I had an interesting note on this that was just another sidebar about Jason's sobriety. I was a little shocked that Lauren was drinking. That's my next mm. note, is that Lauren is having, like, a Cosmo in yeah. front of him. Not as good sober friend as she wants no. to be. Right. Is. And so later in the episode, we hear Lauren offer to go on sober nights with him to the movies and to bowling, and it's like but you weren't even capable of that earlier in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was surprised by that too. And they're sitting like in the bar area. They're at like a low table. That's a low dining table they're sitting at. It was very weird. It seemed to almost, yeah, it was like a bar waiting for their table, but yeah. then they never got seated at a table. Or ate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We never got to enjoy the ketchup at ketchup. No. No. So then who gets out of the elevator? Ba-ba-bum. Heidi and Spencer. And they look ridiculous. They're wearing, like, matching Henley cotton shirts. But Spencer's thrown an ugly blazer over his. His is an ugly cotton polo. Heidi's wearing a Henley. But, like, they look like brother and sister. It's weird. 
And also interesting because we know in retrospect that Lauren and uh, Jason did not know they were coming, but Heidi and Spencer obviously knew they were going and knew they were going to be there. So, like, they come out of that elevator, like, raring to go. Yeah, guns blazing, for sure. And they're like, that is too funny. That is unreal. And Spencer's like, are you going to go say hello? And Heidi goes, no, best friends don't yell at best friends. No, best friends don't tell the tabloids that their best friends have sex tapes. <laughs> well, and, Sorry. And this is the first time that Heidi's really gotten mean about Lauren. Yes. And she really goes for it. She's like, oh, she's like, there's Jason. Did she pick him up from rehab, jail, movie making? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she really like goes for it. Well, and yeah. She was the one that ne- then suggests when they decide to uh, wickedly send over drinks to them. She's yeah. Like, Bottle of water. She's yeah. really, she's turning on the angry now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because she knows she's getting irrelevant. They were talking about the toilet seat five minutes ago. Plus, I, why did they send him a bottle of water and her a Shirley Temple? No, no, no. They changed the water to a Shirley Temple. No, they Jason. sent both. No. Oh, they're right. There were three drinks. No, there was only two. It was a bottle of water. They were like, a bottle of water for you. Because he's like, what should we send her? And she's like, a Shirley Temple. And they bring him a giant bottle of Voss water and they bring her a Shirley Temple. No, but then they also tell the waitress to bring Lauren another one of what she's drinking. No, she says, she says, bring her what she's drinking. And then she goes, oh, no, 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 send her a Shirley Temple. I have to say that Spencer and Heidi are being better sober friends yeah. than Lauren is. No, they, they originally say, send him a bottle of water and send her what she's drinking. And then they change it and go, oh, no, 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 send her a Shirley Temple. I thought they changed the water. No, because they they because it's a big bottle of Voss water. But I was just like, why are they sending her a Shirley Temple? Like that's I think it was another like, eh, Jason can't drink at all. <laughs> I don't know. It, the whole thing is just ridiculous. So then Lauren and Jason understandably don't want the drinks. No. Why? Why would they want them? And because Voss water is expensive, I would have taken it. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren and Heidi is all like appalled. She's like, she's literally got her menu up over her face. Like yeah. she's spying. And it's like, the jig is up. They saw you. You don't need to hide. And the menu, and by the way, was a clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Heidi's like, oh, they sent the drinks back. Like in a live play-by-play. No kidding, they sent the drinks back. And Jason's getting pissed. And he's just like, what, what are they doing? Like, I've never even met that kid. Why is he talking to me? And Lauren's like, you're above it. Like, just calm down. Like... Whatever. And then we go back to Spencer and Heidi. And Heidi is just saying, like, I can't believe that. Like, she's sitting there having dinner with her ex-boyfriend who put her through all that hell. And she won't talk to me because of you. Meaning Spencer. Abusive ex-boyfriend. She says that later. He's got an ex. Well, and I wrote, Heidi speaks the truth. Like, knowing everything that we know now... And how terrible Jason was to her, because we know all the stuff behind the scenes, that he was on drugs, whatever. And, like, basically was a horrible person, and Heidi was there for her through all of it. For Heidi to say, like, I can't believe she's sitting here with him, talking to him, and me, her old best friend, she wants nothing to do with. Like, I'm kind of on Heidi's side. I'm on Heidi's side. I actually disagree. So, I think Jason went to rehab, and he's still kind of a fuck-up, but I'm guessing he apologized and tried to work it out. Heidi never said she was sorry about the sex tape thing. She's just done nothing but deny it. Well, Lauren And she was such a good friend and someone to lean on, and then she stabbed Lauren in the back. But I see where Heidi's coming from. I do, too, but I still think Heidi's wrong. Lauren has a history of choosing boys over girls. Totally, yeah. She's not a good girlfriend in terms of the Jen Bunny thing and you know she's 
So I'm not surprised because she seems to have quite the deep-seated thing with Jason. But Yeah, but also Heidi's playing innocent and she's being a total bitch and sending over Shirley Temples and like talking about jail and all that stuff. Yeah, you, so, can't, you can't have it both ways. What, no. I, what I thought was weird though is Jason kind of goes from like zero to 60. Oh yeah. And it maybe it's editing, maybe it's something, but in the beginning when Lauren's all riled up about them walking in before the drinks. He's calm. He's like, whatever, it's no big deal, I don't care. And then suddenly the drinks happen and she's like trying to talk him down he's like oh i'm gonna kick their ass it was i mean maybe it was weird editing but also jason seemed a little oddly oh he's coked up yeah i say he's aggro but i also think it's so it's one thing when spencer stops by the table and is like a condescending schmuck and he's like oh it's great to see you guys are back together jason's like whatever that kid's a tool but then for him to send him like a bottle of water that is like an extra insult to someone who just got out of rehab well like, and especially someone you've never met yeah like they have true. never yeah. met like that it's weird it's super weird so then lauren and jason get up to leave which i don't blame them for and heidi like she's like bye and throws on this big wave and they don't even acknowledge her it's painful yeah they must be hungry too they didn't eat no one yeah didn't eat anything nope sober jason just had some fruit juice (laughs) unbalanced (laughs) sad romantic that's probably why he was aggro like he couldn't drink and there was no food yeah probably but then we see lauren and jason in the car and i said it in previous episodes when jason first came back like it is nice to see i feel like lauren is very real with jason in a way she's not with everybody else on the show at this point like, she seems much more candid with him. It doesn't feel forced. Like, they're actually having a real conversation, whereas everything else seems so prompted with her. And they're just in the car kind of talking about, like, what a nightmare that was at Ketchup. And Jason says, like, well, I gotta give it to Heidi. She found her perfect match. Like, yeah. I don't know why that kid was talking to me. I've never met him before in my life. Um, and he says, I knew Heidi was shady from day one. And it's true. He's yeah. kind of consistently, I remember, because uh, you know I'm an OG Laguna Beach fan. Um, me too. I remember the fashion show, and there was one point, you know, where Jessica's sitting on Jason's lap, and then Heidi goes up to kind of try to give him a hard time, and he's like, get the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. Well, one, he was drunk oh, out of totally his mind. But two, you could tell he was just, he was not having it. Well, because... That actually kind of, when we were talking about whether we think Heidi knew Lauren was on TV when they met, that Laguna fashion show makes me think she totally did. Yeah. Especially because she was then also buddy-buddy with Kristen Cavallari then Mm -hmm. too, and kept up the whole, uh, kept up the friendship with Kristen as well, because you know from the tabloids that uh, uh, Kristen introduced yeah. Her and Spencer. So And they're still she, friends to this day. She's yeah. playing she's playing both sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah, true. That might explain a lot why Jason didn't like her either. Yeah. Because she was in it for the fame, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so then I also noticed that Jason drops Lauren off driving a Jeep. Yeah. Daddy Daddy took the range away when Jason went to rehab. And I think brand new Jeep, because it was blur, but it looked like it had temporary tags on it, so I think it was brand new. Or were they blurring the license plate? No, they blurred the license plate, but like oh. you can kind of tell, you know, their paper, like yeah, it yeah. looked different. I love how that's how his dad punishes him. Like, I'm going to get you a new car, but it's going to be a Jeep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we are back at Teen Vogue. And Whitney's showing some cleavage. Um, I wrote Whitney equals Titney. Yeah. <laughs> she was also trying to be a little coy about she's got to put her arm in front of her chest. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we all knew what was going on with her. So. Yeah. She looked good. She looked great. Yeah, she has more up top than I would have guessed. Yeah. Especially for how tall she is. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. But this was also the time of the water bra. Oh, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. But, but she, had a, she had a natural Do you have one of those in your wardrobe? <laughs> I, I sure do. Although I didn't have one, but my girlfriend, Judy Rodriguez, she um, had one and she left it in her car in the winter and it froze. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Make things very exciting. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so then Lauren dives in and just starts telling Whitney about the encounters at Ketchup. And I love that Whitney, that's the question. Whitney goes, oh, were there encounters? And Lauren goes, oh, there were encounters. <laughs> like she met aliens last night. <laughs> um, and she says, like, they sent us drinks and we sent them back. And Heidi's, or Whitney says, why did you send them back? And Lauren goes, are you serious? Homeboy would poison my drink. Spencer didn't make the drinks, but I get your point. Yeah, I, <laughs> I also love how the two girls seem to be so on to what the show is about now. Yeah. Because they know, like, Whitney is cracking up when asking, like, oh, do you know they were going to be, you know? It's yeah. Like, they now know how producer-based it all is. And yeah. they were both kind of laughing about it, which I gave credit to Lauren for having a little bit of a sense of humor about it. Yeah, Lauren like the, the oh, there were encounters. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And then, again, she says, like, um, Jason never liked Heidi. Yeah. I mean, you can tell. It makes sense. We get it. And then we're at Bolt House. It was so good. (laughs) Like, the first time I watched this episode, the first multiple times when I was younger, um, it was all about the ketchup scene. Now... Yeah. I'm all about this scene yeah. between Heidi. Uh, all of it. Okay, so we get, get into Bold House. We see Heidi walking in. And I'm sorry, Heidi can walk. That bitch can walk. Like, she struts oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, she's a good walker. And she's working her work uniform. Yeah. She's kind of tucked into high-waisted Well, so pants. she's... She, we've abandoned the jeans at work, and now we're a little dressed up to, yeah. like, we have a meeting or something. And it's something kind of... A little high-waisted, like, plain front... Almost like sailor pant meets business pant, but no buttons... And with a tucked-in shirt. She looks very cute. She dresses... I To me, the way she's been dressing is how someone in a porno who worked in an office would yes. dress. Yes. <laughs> I love how gone from... Didn't you equate it in a past episode to Lauren Hutton? And now yes. Like, yeah, that is. <laughs> become like a Lauren Hutton porno. <laughs> which I'd watch. Well, I mean, like the stiletto heel. I mean, she looks yeah. very sexy, but... It's that fried hair, too. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help. Like... Yeah, it's true. But, like, can I make you some copies? <laughs> yeah, <Like>. exactly. <laughs> you dropped your file. Oh. Yeah. What's going on in that office? <laughs> <laughs> so then, do you want to tell us what happened when she sits down with Elodie? She sits down with Elodie, and she... Uh, first of all, I sidebar about Elodie's fucking hair. Elodie, I love you. So much, but I want to get in a time machine, go back to 2007, and fix your goddamn hair. I don't know who your hairdresser is, but they hate you. Like, obviously, she keeps going light, dark, light, dark, light, dark, and she's gone dark again, but they just put, like, a glaze over it, and now it's washing out, and it looks leopard spotty and horrible. Well, I will give it... I will not give it to Elodie, but I will say, you know, like I said, I was living in L.A. at that time, and going, you'll appreciate this, going to a salon called heroin amaze uh they used to have promo- <laughs> they used to have promotional pen shaped like a syringe i they did, they i, I want to the, work there. they did the pussycat dolls it was it was i paid way too much money but that was an era of like i went and got bleached out my hair radio listeners can't see my hair but i'm i'm a kind of a dirty blonde now a little more brunette but like i bounce back 
and forth too. It was like the LA mentality of like, I want to be blonde. Oh no, I'm not meant to be that blonde. And then we'd go brown and it was a really but it you dark, can, it was dark times. But you can do it and not have it be 700 colors. Like her hair was, true. and it was, it's like spotty. Like it's, it's just bad. It's really, really bad. She didn't get the promotion. That's what we're supposed to remember through her hair. She can't afford to she do it. She can't do better. No. Um, so poor Elodie with the bad hair, like is just sitting there minding her own beeswax, drinking yep. some coffee. You bet. And Heidi struts in her porno office outfit and plops down and goes, ugh. You're never going to believe who I saw last night at Ketchup. Lauren and Jason. Blah, blah, blah. And, and Elodie is just like, whatever. She's like, well, kind of ignores her. And then she says, basically says, like... She says, what did you do to her? Yeah, what did you do to her? Says, what did you do to her? And Heidi's like, what? And she's like, and Audrina. And what, who else? It was Whitney. Audrina and Whitney. And she's like, you were friends with all of them. And now you don't talk to any of them. What did you do to all of them? Like, it's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad. And Heidi just looks gobsmacked. And Elodie was like, well, I'm going to get back to work. See ya. Yep. <laughs> it was a sneak attack, though. Because oh, in the beginning, you could tell, like, when Heidi was talking that she was, Elodie was annoyed. But you didn't know she was going to have that fire in her. Yeah. Well done, Elodie. And she said, like, she wouldn't even take a drink from you. What did you do to her? Mm-hmm. Good point. Very good point. And because now Elodie's had things done to her. And what I love is, I, I, why isn't Elodie acting now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a good actress. Yeah. She's a good writer, too. I was like, this is a really kind of well-scripted yeah. speech. I mean, we've discussed before the fact that it must be embarrassing to look like this idiot stole your job on national TV when they didn't really, but still, like, that was... I mean, she's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. I bet the producers must have loved her, too. You oh, should cast yeah. her in something. You should find Elodie when you got to LA and cast her in something. My, that's yeah. my mission, guys. I'll report back to you. <laughs> and I also just love that it shows her frustration with Heidi just, like, bubbling over. Like, Heidi just sits down to tell her about her night, and she's like, what'd you do to them? Yeah. Like, she's just done. She wants no part of it. Yeah, but because well, before she used to placate her and kind of go along with it and play, but now she's, now that yeah. Heidi stole her job, she's like, fuck you, porno yeah. office worker. I hope Elodie's living her best life. I do, That's too. Right. I hope I do, too. The best. We need to come up with a name for the Bolt House porno, because Bolt House, I feel like, has potential. It does. Oh, it does. Uh, Bolt House porno? Oh, gosh, what would we call it? I don't know. The Hot House. I don't know. Maybe next by next episode. We'll come, yeah, we'll come up with something. Yeah. Um, so then Lauren and Jason are having coffee again. And this is the scene to me that seemed really out of order or really far forward. Like really far forward because he yeah. shaved his head and this was is my was take on it. So this scene was filmed a month after the catch-up scene because Jason's hair is a good inch longer than it was previously okay. and your hair grows an inch a, mu- a half an inch to an inch like about a half a little more than a half an inch a month i would say it was a half an inch three-fourths of an inch longer so it's been at least a month to six weeks yeah you're the nancy drew of hair yeah that's my favorite <laughs> yeah. part of this show is how you're able to like do things through hair and i i think you're right because they had a sort of otter dynamic they, they did the other two scenes they were very kind of flirty and bantery and like lauren was really hoping something was going to happen and this this kind of got a little quieter yeah and then you know, so she he's looking for apartments and she says, like, whoever you live with should be sober. And he's kind of like, eh, I don't know. She's like, I'll help you look for places. I'll have sober nights with you. And I wonder if he had started to slip off the wagon. And she was like, I'll have sober nights with you. Like, live with someone who's oh, sober. Oh, maybe, like, yeah. 
Because he'd been out for over a month now. And he might have been starting to kind of peace out on her. And so that's why she's like, I'll do this with you. I'll and do that with you. we learned some tidbits and scenes from the next that I think he had already fallen off by now. Yeah. And yeah. it's obviously been a long time. Yeah. For scenes for the next. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, but my favorite part of this scene is Lauren is carrying the Chanel bag that Jason gave her for Christmas in season one. And he just like starts laughing. He goes, nice purse. And she goes, thanks. My loser ex-boyfriend gave it to me. <laughs> that was pretty cute. Yeah. Like they, cute. they are still friends. Like I, I like that. They have a it. cute bantery dynamic. Yeah. And then we are back at the boring couple hour and... We're but at, we're at Don Antonio's. I, I know, but... We can never be bored at Don Antonio's. <laughs> we can't. They bring you chips, and they dress up like troubadours. No, you would be bored there. You and I would never be bored at Don Antonio's, but watching Heidi and Spencer there is pretty damn boring. Um, so Spencer, like, raises his iced tea in the air, whatever he's drinking, and is like, to my favorite event director and love of my life, Heidi. And she's just like, I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> they're so boring. They don't even need to get married. They act like they've Nobody's been married for decades. Nobody's serving them. Even the <laughs> server doesn't want yeah. to hang out with them. No. And he's like, why are you so tired? And she's like, I was up until three. And he's like, well, what were you doing until three? And she's like, I just couldn't sleep. I was so stressed about work. And I have, she said, I was stressing out about my job. And I have this to say. Heidi stressing about her job is like me stressing out about my vagina. Because <laughs> neither of us have one. There you go. Like, what the fuck? Like, what What you mean is you're stressing out because Elodie is finally not playing like it's okay that you stole her job. And, and because nobody wants to do a scene with you but your yeah. boyfriend and you're worried you're going to lose and your... And your quote-unquote intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Lacey. That's, a, that's <laughs> the thing with Lacey. I really felt for her because around that time... I was an assistant. I was a receptionist and assistant. But at least I was working for people with MBAs. Yeah. Like, so I could say, like, okay, yeah, I'm putting numbers in your phone. But, like, you've earned it. Oof. That would be brutal work for Heidi. Well, I feel like the equivalent today are Sonia Morgan's interns on The Real Housewives of New York. Yes. Like, that's what Lacey would be doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> go, rub, go rub these sticks together without the fire. I have no heat. Yeah. Poor pickles. Yeah. So that's it. And then we get some really good scenes from the next. We do. Um, basically, they make it seem like Jason, like Lauren wants to be Jason's boyfriend. Then they go to a party where Lauren discovers that Jason's actually engaged to someone else. A little shocking. Um, Heidi tries on a wedding dress, so it seems like the wedding's impending, only to discover that Spencer's parents know nothing about her and have no idea that they're engaged. Yep. So I guess the whole episode is going to be wedding-themed. Well, lest we forget, too, we get a little party in with uh, Whitney takes out number one rock and roll party girl. That's right. Yes. Audrita for a little, how can you get in trouble when you're going to drink with... uh, Hard to tie down musicians. Oh, yeah. Been there, so. done that. Audrina going to take uh, Whitney to the wild side. It's going to be a good it's gonna one. It's going to be a good one. So thank you to Diana for joining us. Diana, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. I personally love your Twitter, so I want to encourage others to follow you. Oh, you guys are a love. And thank you for having me. It's been, I've been pestering you guys. Oh, and before Diana gives her social media, we have to point out that today her notebook that she brought with her yes. is from Paper Crown. <laughs> it is paper crown for rifle paper, and not only that, but it is uh, Paris themed. Yes. So we never she forget. She really brought it. We're going to put it on the, well, Mary will put it on the Instagram. Yes, we'll put it on the Instagram. So, so, yeah, so to, where can you, we find you? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I am Diana Metzger. All and right. spell it for everyone, because I'm a ding-dong, and I wouldn't be able to That's spell Metzger. That's okay, and, and accept no imitations. Uh, Diana, D-I-A-N-A, and Metzger is M-E-T-Z-G-E-R. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you again for being here. Until next time. We'll see you guys next week. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly Mayor B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>